Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair. Um, as you guys can see, we are recording in a new studio today, and I'm really, really excited about it. Big shout out to Rogue Media Network with Mike Hamilton and Allison Robles for making it happen. I really, really am excited to be sharing this first episode in the new studio with a very, very special guest. Of course, before we get started, I want to use this opportunity to thank you guys again so much for all the love and support. It truly means the world to me. Thank you guys. We're going almost at 100 episodes. That's fucking crazy. Okay. Um, before we get started with this great episode, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to you by Joel Olvero of Four Brothers Constructions. He provides custom home designs and renovations. He also focuses on roofing, remodeling, plumbing, tree removal, electrical work, and so much more. Joe and his entire team of delicious snacks are building affordable dream homes for you. So make sure you call the number on the screen. Joe, thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. I truly appreciate you. Of course, the BNJ refinishing with my boy Frank Baiza. He focuses on resurfacing bathtubs, counters, sinks, tiles, and more to original showroom quality. Offers five-year warranty on most work and has the best prices in town. My boy Frank does not stop there. He also has inflatables, a mechanical bowl, margarita machine, tables, chairs, a foam machine, and so much more, making all your parties super lit. My boy Frank does it all. Definitely the hustle, like the definition of a true hustler. I really, really love that guy. Thank you so much, Frank, for being a longtime sponsor of the public affair with BNJ Refinishing. Of course, to my boy, David Santavanez with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office. He'll help you buy a home or sell your home. Make sure you follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea or call the number on the screen, darling, for all your real estate needs. My boy, David, is over there killing it. Every time I log on social media, he sold a different property. I love it. And we're going to get back to looking for my chateau here in a minute. All right. Give us a second. David, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Oh, of course, the Pee Wee's Crab Cakes on the go in Hewitt, Texas with my girl, Nika Armstrong. I had it last night for dinner. Absolutely she is serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. My favorite is the blackened chicken seafood pasta. I was never into Cajun food until I had Pee Wee's crab cakes on the go. Her top recommended is southern fried catfish specials with, served with seafood pasta, potato salad, six fried shrimps, Fish is topped with Houdat sauce, and I'm not going to tell you what it is because you got to head over to 108 Gym Drive or order online at Order Pee-Wee's Crab Cakes on the go.com. Anika, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Congratulations to all your successes. And of course, to Marcos Cordero with Midway Nutrition located at 511 North Hewitt Drive. He offers meal replacement shakes and delicious teas. My favorites are the Honey Nut Cheerio, the Gladiator that I had this morning before I got here, and the Cherry Berry Tea. Uh, make sure you head over there for all your delicious meal replacements. Marcos, thank you so much for being an advocate 
beloved sponsor of the public affair. I truly, really appreciate you, bro. You are the GOAT. Thank you very much. All right, guys. So like I said, I've been really, really excited to have this next person onto the public affair. I never really thought that she'd be able to do it or that she would be willing to do it because we take such direct different directions in life, which may be unfair to say, but I'm going to find out today. She is the undisputed queen of Central Texas. She's a former news anchor, radio host, and now the host of her own podcast, Central Texas Living. And she's just as radiant in person as she is on TV. Without further ado, I would love to welcome Miss Ann Harder onto the public affair. How you doing? Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, I'm Andrew. excited. Yeah, no. Why would you think I wouldn't? Come on. I, you I know mean, what it is? And I, first first of all, there's obviously a generational difference. Well, a little bit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I, I definitely, I'm old, yeah. <laughs> no, I get well, you, that. Well, you look great. I'm not saying that you're old. <laughs> oh, but, but I no, You know, I, I definitely feel like, you know, you, you, you're you up there when it comes to media. We're both media people. Yeah. And I, I think that anybody that works in radio, anybody that works on TV knows that you are like the juggernaut of media in Central Texas. I mean, is that fair to say? <laughs> or are you just humbled? I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see myself. I, I just went to work every day. And yeah. Before you knew it, it was 25 years I'd been doing right. television. Uh-huh. I'd done radio for yeah. many years prior to that. And so we have so much in common. Right. We really well, do. Yeah, and I, that's why I was. Professionally, you know. Absolutely. And I'm in awe of this podcast. I mean, uh-huh. you have got so many hits on it and, and your you. commercials. I mean, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're going way, way further than I have with, with uh, my Central Texas Living. Um. We have just rebranded Central Texas Life. Oh, okay. So, Central Texas Life. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, that's fine. It yeah. was brand new. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, we taped our first episode in this very room. Yeah. So, yeah, we're all kind of getting used to the new digs. Yeah, well, isn't it great? Like, we got the little centerpiece and everything now. I feel like it's more of like a talk show thing. Oh, it, yeah, we're just it is. an audience. It's so much fun. And, yeah. and, of course, we have to give the shout out, as you said, mm. to uh, Mike Hamilton. Absolutely, With Mike. Rogue Media. And, <laughs> and he was just recently honored by a podcast magazine as oh, one of okay. 22 unsung heroes of oh, podcasting. I didn't know that, Mike. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, He's out uh, there in the studio. That's, <laughs> and, and he truly is an unsung right. hero because um, he contacted me the mm. day my announcement of my retirement from okay. KXXV came out. I mean, that day <laughs> he emails me because goes, Mrs. Harder, you don't know me, but <laughs> have you ever considered doing a right, podcast? Right, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, I'm an old time radio gal. I okay. listen to the radio. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, I'm. I'm. Not, I sure that yeah. sounds like fun because when you leave a job you love, right, and have done for so many years, uh-huh. and and it's certainly your kind of becomes your identity, right? Part partly, yeah. You yeah, know, for sure, I for mean, sure. I have a life, obviously, but yeah. um, you know, there are these questions. You know, am I am I going to miss television so much? Mm-hmm. And all, and and what I really love doing is is interviewing and talking to. People. Yeah, definitely. And I thought, well, this is wonderful because podcasts are so freewheeling. Don't you love the way they, the direction that they take when you're well, recording? Well, they can, you yeah. know, and the conversations uh, with with my guests, you mm-hmm. know, can can take all kinds of tacks. We try to go live to tape, not right. do a lot of stop and start. I try to make it easy on, totally. on Mike if I can. <laughs> I really, I don't want him to have to, to work very hard with this right, because right. I'm having such a good time right. myself. But it's been so wonderful to be able to talk to a lot of the same people that I mm-hmm. talked to on the TV show right. that we started several years ago yes. at uh, KXXV, Central Texas Living. It's not on the air anymore. But um, to have these local folks who are making a difference right. 
or they've or or somebody who's just decided to reinvent their lives. I mean, I just love talking to people right, right. who've taken that step to I do agree. something different, and um, and for and for some of them, they just sort of answered yes mm-hmm. to a need they saw, right, and then end up with a ministry or an agency or, or that that becomes hu- so much more huge than they ever would have totally. thought. Anyway, yeah. And I just love yeah. talking to people like that because I don't see myself as that kind of visionary or, <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. just, I just do my thing what it is, but it is what really turns me on from right. the standpoint of creativity and being able to draw that out. Totally. Of, draw that out of folks. It's, it's so. so crazy. Like, and you know, um, I think we're om- over 90 episodes already. If I'm not mistaken, this is my 90th episode. Yeah, I'm probably uh, up there. I, <laughs> I see Mike in the other room. Right? I've done, I, <laughs> April 1st, 2022 will be my second anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Uh, podcast yeah. here. And uh, we've done one a week. Yeah. And so just got to do the math. I haven't missed too many. So, right, right. you know, we're up there we're too. Up there, yeah. <laughs> right Consistency up there too is key. You. But, you know, I, I'm, you know, being when I started on the radio as well, and just to see how many people are actually willing to spill their guts on the show, I love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I've had people, again, we've had people come on here and like call each other out for cheating and stuff like oh, that. Oh, my it's word. It's great. But this is why I love having the public. Kind up of there the Springer of the no, you know, <laughs> a little bit. We're not quite trash TV just yet. <laughs> but you know what? No, because I, I like to brand the public affair as like a real show. We all have skeletons in our closet, and you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And, and I expose my skeletons, and I don't care what people think about me anymore. You know, so that's just the yeah, way, just the, the be, direction that it goes. Just, just be you. you. Just exactly. Be you, yeah. you know, I want to talk a little bit about how we met, too. So as I stated, yes. I was on the radio. Well, first of all, when I started podcast at Rogue Media Network, he had mentioned that Ann Harder from the news has a podcast here, too. And he was like saying how professional you were, how you do the little countdown in your head and all that jazz and I was like god I bet that'd be so cool to record her one day and um, we were at the heart I think it was the heart of Texas fair and rodeo lunch. it was the media yeah yes, the media the preview media party that mm-hmm. I've been to many 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 of those <laughs> and I was really kind of surprised I, but I was right. I was sent the you know the notice on I wasn't working in media anymore yeah, yeah. you know and they so, still needed Anne there excuse me we can't have this thing <laughs> well, without the queen I, okay? yeah. I see friends from other stations uh-huh. and it's it's really just I definitely a felt like wonderful. I did not fit in there no did you no, really I felt well, you know, I was with Chrissy, who I love. Me yeah. and Chrissy have always had the best relationship on right, Power 108. Right. And she was definitely, like, introducing me to everybody. Right. But I and I, I say that with all, with all due respect, I feel like I was the youngest person there. And, well, and I, you, you know, probably were. And, and everybody knew. Well, everybody knew each other. And yeah, then it was just some, me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, in fact, in fact, one of my yeah. previous general managers uh, from KXXV who left worked in Midland and then came back and is at yeah. Fox 44 and I hadn't seen him in a long time. So, you know, that, yeah, it was right. like, it's like old, old home week but for me to see totally. Zach and Jim and the guys from Waco 100 right. that I, where I used to work. And, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that was like towards the end of my radio career too, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, um, but it well, was it, wonderful to have you there. It, I think that's you know right. What? And I know that's, yeah. I, I can say from the, a marketing standpoint, mm. the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo wants to have right. folks like you there to, you know to what? help promote what they're doing. Anytime they want some promotion, I would definitely love to talk about that. Unfortunately, I'm not on the radio anymore, so that's, again, a different conversation. Well, but, so. you know, you've got, you know what? The you've got a megaphone something. here. That, yeah. You know, this is... I would love to. I would love to. Yeah. Definitely go. The barbecue was good. But you know what? So I, I went <laughs> up was. to you. <laughs> I went up to Rudy's her. Always, I think yeah. I told Mike I was so, like, shook. <laughs> I went up to her and I was like, hey, and I don't know if you know me. You probably don't. 
down. She's like, you're Andrew G with public affairs. And no, I was like, I, knew, I died. Yeah. I died. I died in like, like an out-of-body experience. I was like, Ann Harder knows me. Because you, know? you know what it is, guys? It's because it's Ann. You know what I mean? It's, it's just Ann Harder. We all grew up watching you on the news. You know what I mean? Like, you've always had this really great poise about you that I always loved. Like, even like the way we're sitting is the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Except I got this big, giant, swollen foot. I know. You know I'm I just glad had to surgery. See your foot okay. is better. It's I've doing been following good. Yes. that on Facebook. Thank you're, you. You know what? You can't stop there. me. I said, I'll rest when I die. That's it. You know what I mean? Doctor said, take two weeks off. I took one week off. Leave me alone. Yeah. Right? You know? So, yeah. Gotta we be got careful the, with that, though. No, I will. I've definitely been taking care of it. Um, you know, so I definitely want to get to know you. Maybe for some of the viewers, which, of course, everybody knows Ann Harder. But, you know, why don't we get to know a little bit about you and your backstory? Can you talk to us a little bit about life growing up and stuff for you like that? Well, I am a native Wakeland. Okay. I uh, grew up. In uh, in Waco, in North Waco, oh. and uh, my dad taught economics. She's from Northside, guys. Bailey, All right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dean yeah. Highland Elementary. <laughs> Went to Dean Highland and then Lake Air Junior High and then yeah. Richfield High School. Okay, I said I'm old. This August, <laughs> no, this August, we're planning our 50th high school reunion. Man, you don't look a day over 21. Stop this. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I am. And, you know, it's like, where has the time gone? I mean, yeah. that is, that really has Isn't been that crazy the case to think about? for me because- yeah. Time has time has flown, but but I I would say an idyllic childhood. Okay, you know, growing up with a, a mom stayed home right. and cooked, and you know, took us to things we needed to go yeah, to totally. piano lessons, uh-huh. all that kind of thing. Um, so so yeah, very very um modest kind of okay. kind of childhood and growing up like upper middle class I, I kinda, <laughs> well no middle very oh, definitely very. middle <laughs> real 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 middle okay. <laughs> and uh, I, in fact i started my first job uh-huh. was at kwtx really uh when the station was mm-hmm. on bosky boulevard right yeah. across from the heart of texas fair right. fairgrounds do you remember you i don't remember you know i'm not from there? waco oh okay yeah, that's I'm right from, yeah you're from, from new york, new york yeah. and mm-hmm. then I, I saw that you you moved here i moved here like oh my god what's it been like 15 16 years already or okay something yeah, like that? Yeah. yeah so channel 10 had they lost yeah. they've long gone from there but when it signed on the air in like 1954 totally. which is my birth year um when kwtx signed on there mm-hmm. it was it's right now and so now it's the uh, oakcrest funeral home oh okay got you so it's that was the building. Though. Yeah, yeah. And um, Frank Fallon, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the name, Frank, I, the I'm voice not, of yeah. the Baylor Bears. He oh, okay. is. He was the voice of uh, of Baylor athletics. Got you. And uh, he was also the uh, program director oh. at KWTX Radio. Yeah. But he decided they needed to have someone answering the phone uh-huh. in the evenings, and so he was looking for a high school student to come and answer yeah. the phone so a friend of mine from church worked there okay. and she called me and she said uh, mr fallon is looking for a high school student for a part-time job and i thought i'd never babysat <laughs> i'd never i never had a part-time right, job right so this was my very first i've even kept the little pay receipt was like a dollar yeah. or something <laughs> which probably went a long way money. back in the day huh? <laughs> then, well, no even then it was, then, it was, was not like, much money <laughs> okay, but, look but at my i remember calling, check. calling frank fallon and calling mr fallon and i'd written out what i was going to say to him i mean yeah. i was i was 15 years old totally. so he hired me to work the switchboard yeah. so i answered the phone and that was quite an education for a teenager to yeah. answer the switchboard at a tv station okay so you were like but, you were telling everybody in school look what i do you know so, what i mean well i mean it was it was it was just fun being around right. broadcast type people mm-hmm. so i mean literally i've grown up 
Yeah, yeah. At uh, a television station. Okay. Uh, Doug Brown was the was the weatherman. I yeah. mean, there are old timers out there gotcha. not watching this, I'm sure, but there are old timers <laughs> hey, they, they, <laughs> they know who Doug Brown is and and yeah. uh Chip Moody who went on to WFAA mm-hmm. was the weekend guy, Ron Hall, you know. And so I was around all these broadcasters, just kind of grew up right. uh, around that and, and thinking, I think this is what I what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when Frank found out I was only 15, it was a he said, he said, don't tell anybody that right. you're only 15 <laughs> and working here. And uh, I, oh, I like, turned sweet 16 when yeah. I was working at Are you KWTX. Were you not allowed to work at 15 at the time? Is right, that the yeah. Was? I mean, oh, there okay. were there were child labor laws even back yeah. in the I think I had days. my first job when I was 15, though. Like, well, we yeah, got to work but, like five hours a week or whatever. Yeah, but, well, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, so we, we kind of pushed push that little envelope. But, yeah. but I, um, I, I have always seen Mr. Fallon as my... Uh-huh daddy in the broadcast business oh. and then later uh when i was working at waco yeah. and uh, he was he was doing morning sports yeah, sure. on waco and we were we were colleagues we were peers yeah. at that time and it was still so hard for me to call him frank <laughs> really? you know because he was mr fallon he was always mr fallon oh, okay, to got me. You. uh but i just adored frank fallon and, okay. and he taught me so much so about probably, how to interview right he said and it's not about you. <laughs> it's, it's about your guest. Yeah, so he you was know, ba- is, basically a really good mentor for you when it comes oh, to media. Oh, absolutely yeah. the best. Okay. The first interview he ever I ever did, mm-hmm. he sent me with a little cassette tape recorder, you know, yeah. like this, to Baylor University because a celebrity, big-time celebrity at the time named uh-huh. Art Linkletter oh. was at Baylor. Yeah. And he wanted me to interview him. So <laughs> here I, I'm literally a teenager just, right. and I'm like... Mr. Linkletter. Uh, I <laughs> was so bus, right? and I'm sure Frank and I took it back to Mr. Fallon and I'm sure yeah. he ne- it never saw the light of day. I don't know what happened with right. that. But Art Linkletter was a he was you know, I think CBS was the was the network he was on. Okay. He had he wrote a book called Kids Say the Darndest Things. Yeah, yeah. He had a talk show, midday talk show back in the fifties, sixties, long time yeah. ago. And just charming, and he was so sweet <laughs> to me. But yeah, my first interview cool. ever was with a was, was with a celebrity. A celebrity, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I would anyway, like to was, think mine was too. Timo, he's a rapper. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. well, there you go. You know? There yeah. you go. But you know, people are nerve wracking. People are just people. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so anyway, you know, I definitely still get nervous when it comes to. Um, you know, recording episodes of The Public Affair. Like, even after 90 episodes, I was telling my producer that this morning, since I'm interviewing Ann Harder, that I've just got, I was, like, using the bathroom by myself. Okay? <laughs> oh, so, please, no. I, no, not here, not on the nice couches. But I definitely want to um, <laughs> talk to you more about your career beginnings, your radio career, definitely the news career, which we all know you from. Um, but before we do that, we're going to take a little bit of a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk to more about Ann Harder, about all her career beginnings and what she's doing now. More on The Public Affair coming up. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode with Ann Harder of The Public Affair. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors. This episode is also brought to you by Elite Barbershop with my boy Sid Rodriguez, located on Hewitt Drive. You can call the number on the screen to book or download the Cut app to book your next appointment. Walk-ins are welcome as well. They also have Marcus Guerrero, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, and Isaac Chavez over there making you look super snackish. They made me look good for more than 90 episodes of The Public Affair, and I truly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode. Of course, the Brothers Concrete 
concrete construction with Jesus Gonzalez. He specializes in concrete work like slabs, driveways, pool decks, patios, sidewalk, and more. He does gorgeous work. Follow on Facebook to see at Brothers Concrete Construction or call the number on the screen for your free estimate. I can't wait to buy my house so that way I can see him and his entire team build me a pool. I'm, I'm going to watch. I don't care. <laughs> Thank you, Brothers Concrete Construction. Of course, the Bandas hauling service with Julian and Ana Banda. They rent dump trailers. You fill it up and they haul it away. They also do junk removals and tree brush removals and haul cars in and out of town. Book now with the number on the screen to Julian and Ana Banda. Congratulations on all the successes of Bandas hauling service. I feel like it's one of those companies that you don't think you need and then you really, you really low-key need it all the time. Congratulations to you guys. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Jay Petal and Poke with Junior Fuentes, Thomas Roberts, and the entire family. They provide delicious, savory Japanese crepes and poke bowls. They also have handcrafted Thai rolled ice cream for dessert. You choose from the menu or create your own like I like to do because I love being in control. Their locations are on University Parks Drive and Hewitt Drive. You can order online at jpedaltx.com. To Jay Petal and Poke, thank you so much for being longtime sponsors of The Public Affair. And to one of my new sponsors, Embrace Fitness with Lisette Lunas and Amanda Switzerland. They teach group fitness classes that are fun and dynamic, darling. That's right. They specialize in total body workout like Exco Latin by Jackie and Zumba Step. Their classes are Monday through Thursday at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. You can also contact them to rent the building out for parties and small events to embrace fitness. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Nice to have you on board. Okay, everybody, we're going to get back more with Miss Ann Harder, former news anchor. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to this episode of The Public Affair with Miss Ann Harder. So before the break, we were just talking about her radio career beginnings, getting into the media and all that. So I want to talk to you a little bit about your radio career because I worked in radio as well for, I for many Radio, years. isn't it the most fun? It's the most, like, I feel like radio it's fickle. Radio is but my first radio job, okay. Frank Fallon gave me right. at KWTX FM, okay, and which is 97.5 now, I think. Yeah. And I had several different... Thing. It was the bear. I don't know what all it is now. Okay. But originally, it was beautiful music. Oh, okay. It was the golden sound. Yeah, yeah. And we had one vocal, a half hour, we could play. And it was Andy Williams, you know, Tony Bennett. It was right, those right. kind of... So here I was, a high school student. Yeah. And I was... My my friends were listening to you know Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. I mm. I was listening to Monavani yeah, and totally. Percy Faith. And, and I love, 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 love that... Right. that type music so uh, yeah it was very low-key very you know we we read temperature time and temperature uh-huh. a half hour and then we we read headlines okay so yeah so that was my first radio job then i moved into am yeah i basically babysat astro's ball game for the most part <laughs> did but, you love that yeah so yeah. and then and then i went to waco right, and actually you. worked in news then i was okay. going out covering city council meetings, doing newscasts in the afternoon. Yeah, and yeah. by then I was a Baylor student. Yeah. So I was working in radio there. I worked at several other radio stations. Um, but it worked in news, you know, in radio news yeah, totally. for most of my career on and off. Had when I, After I got married uh-huh. uh, to Mike Harder, who I met at Baylor in uh-huh. my okay. dad's office. Yes. He was an economics <laughs> major. And we met in daddy's office. Yeah. And um, anyway, uh, started having our boys. I okay. started having our family. I, I took about nine years off. Right, totally. And because like, you can never get that time back with yeah. your kids. And I don't regret that okay. at all. And you, yet did you for, quit the radio for nine? And then, like, how did that yeah, all work? Yeah, and, well, for, yeah, for most 
well, it's hard to remember now. <laughs> I went back. I went back to radio in the late eighties. Okay, yeah, totally. so Evan, my youngest, was born in eighty six. It was about eighty seven. I went back to WACO and started doing yeah. morning news. Yeah, and then that was during the period of time I was working with Frank and uh, Jim Miller and Rick May, and we just had a ball. I mean, going to work was just fun. Yeah, I yeah. would laugh even though I was doing reporting news right, right. but still we would i called it laugh and giggle radio we would just we would just enjoy each other <laughs> right uh so i reported on both the fm and the am side oh, okay. and by that time the fm was beginning to come into to its come own okay gotcha and uh, we had uh you know waco 100 you know was was on board so when right. zach and jim came i i'd already been there several right. several years so and now they've been there what 25 wow, something years like or that, something. right? Yeah. You know, like, and they've celebrated it, a big it's anniversary. It's so crazy because when I, when I started the radio six years ago, um, you know, I, I feel like it was still popping and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like definitely now, unfortunately, the business is dying. Oh, it's so you different know? now. Yeah, it's so different. It's so different. political and I didn't like it, Anne. Well, you and, know, and, yeah. you know, you used to have shifts, you know, the morning right. the morning show and and they still do theirs live, right. I presume. I mean, I, did, I think no, so. No, I think they're, yeah, because, you know, when they're I was one, talking. one of the few people still doing the, Yeah, because when I was talking to Chrissy towards the end of my career she was saying you know that they just kind of stopped hiring radio djs right and everything is just kind of syndicated now and everything and yeah. and that was one of the reasons why one of the many reasons why i abruptly stopped my career there as well, well sure, was yeah. because there was no future anymore right. you know right. what i mean like even the people behind the scenes like the management and everything was just like you know less talking more selling everything's about sales now everything's about you know selling Bottom commercials yeah, yeah everything's about it. this is what and, brings and, and i'm a big believer in commercial advertising yeah, no, i, I love sure. hearing all your all Thank your you. ads don't you love them so many, <laughs> Like, I need to be taking notes on these names, people that I need, places I yeah. want to try now, places I have to. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, um, I, no, I'm a big believer in, in commercial. Well, I am too. But from a, from a news standpoint, right. we had to stay neutral from commercial. Okay. You, know, you couldn't do anything that smacked of, right. of commercial advertising. But right. <clears throat> now I'm not really in news anymore. I, could, <laughs> I, could, I can do spots for Yeah, people, she but. can do whatever she can. Yeah. Okay. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it was so crazy to see. Like, I feel like growing up in radio, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there was always something somebody talking on the air you know what i mean and that's what we listen to the radio for because yeah oh, they played yeah. our favorite song but we also like that person that was telling the story exactly. of the day exactly and i know that and you I, feel like you know them exactly and when i was doing morning news mm. uh, people would tell me well I, now I knew if i was you know on time going to be on time to work by right. where you were in your newscast and we'd hit paul harvey at yeah, 7 30 totally. in the morning you know i always had to hit that right on right, time right uh yeah that my radio days were wonderful, but right. I, I still had a desire, wanted to work in television. Yeah. And I was approaching 40 years old. Okay. And I thought, you know, you're going to be 40. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know, I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the Lord had a different plan. Okay. And uh, it did work out to where the, uh, the young lady who was the anchor at KXXV, mm. uh, Pam Harris, I happen to know that she was leaving because right. I was going to sing at her wedding. She was going to move to Dallas. Yeah, so, yeah. And then, I, in fact, I just saw that she and her husband just celebrated their 25th anniversary. Totally. So anyway, uh, the general manager, Jeff Cook, contacted me uh-huh. and um, and I, I went in and auditioned. They used my audition to as right. a promo. As and a this is when fact, you're 40? They, yes. To be a news anchor. Right. Okay, gotcha. So... You know, and I think in a way it's somewhat there's there's um, credibility yeah. that comes along a little bit with age. Yeah, yeah. And and he said, you know, I could hire a 25 year old, but, you know, 
but I had kind of been around the block. Okay, and got you. People knew me right. in town. I was Just already a known a entity. Already. Okay, yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. no, I wouldn't say that. No. But, but but I was a known, uh, you know, quantity. Okay, but, yeah. but people didn't know what I looked like because yeah. <laughs> I'd been on, on yeah. radio. Uh, anyway, so it was so. But it was so funny. The learning right. curve I had to move from radio to television okay. was huge. Right. I I remember the. And my husband would say, oh, you've got so many buzzwords and jargon, you know, mm-hmm. in radio. Cannot hold a candle to really? the jargon in television. <laughs> and I remember in the newsroom, a uh-huh. reporter and a producer were talking to each other. And I only understood the connecting words like and and the. Yeah. And, uh, because they were talking about Vosats, blah, 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 blah. I mean, there is, there's so much jargon. Yeah, for sure. And, and I, I have to say, I really... My my uh my motto at the time was if I'm gonna make a mistake, go ahead and let it be a big one. Right, right. <laughs> so I learned from it, and the Lord really honored that okay. <laughs> because I made some. I, Look you at know, God. As a green, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd been reporting news for a long right, time, right. but television, you had the whole added dimension of the visual. Yeah, for sure. Two shots, all that kind of stuff yeah. that I didn't. I mean, it was a fast, right. fast learning curve, and and honestly, I, you know, I do feel it was providential, and it was it, it was something I feel like the Lord answered my okay. prayer that I wanted, I, you know, I wanted that, and yeah. and then there were times I thought, be careful what you want <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it may surprise you, but 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 I I do um I do recall that it it was the it was the kind of thing I I felt like I was kind of placed in that right, for, at, sure. for at a time yeah never dream that i do that for 25 years yeah. because it is a visual medium you know and men get more distinguished and gray but yeah. women just get old you know <laughs> so you know, I was gonna anyway. say, did you ever feel like there was um like maybe you were objectified in that business at all because you know like i think i think a lot of times women do get it harder than men i think it's fair well you know, i have to, to say. say i i have to praise the the folks at kxxv mm-hmm. because if there were negative stuff that people, they they kept that from me. Okay. <laughs> there was one time somebody yeah. said I had a turkey neck. Really? <laughs> early, early yeah, yeah. on, I'm like, I was well, gonna, I'm sorry. There's not much I can well, do did, about Did you neck. get a lot of, ba- I mean, because you're obviously on TV. So did you get, like, back in the day, were there oh. a lot of trolls like there are now? Like well, somebody always saying, like, oh, she looks this way. I like, don't, you know, you know? If, if there were, yeah. I, I was totally shielded from it. Really? And I, I have to say, I just went. And did my job, okay. tried to do it the best of my ability. I was surrounded by wonderful colleagues. Oh, that's good. Who, who, you know, I just admired okay. their work ethic, and and everybody wanted to do a good job. Yeah, they totally. wanted to get the news out to folks. You know, they wanted mm-hmm. to get it right. Yeah. And you, of course, you want to get it first, and we're still <laughs> in a competitive. I tell you, no, is that old? Oh, did Channel Ten beat us on that story? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, there's Everything's always about numbers. There's yeah. A, yeah, right, and yeah. of course, in our report card mm. was the. Uh, ratings you know right, the, right. the ratings that would happen throughout the year right so it was an interesting is an interesting business but it's changed a lot too over right, for the, sure over the years and just the technology well, has changed so much it's kind of almost like maybe the same can't be said about the news but like like going back to the radio station it's almost like not as fun to do anymore than it was back in the day because everything is so you know based off of sales and like you don't get to be the personality. I mean, would you would you agree well, with that? Well, I or was no? no, not really. Okay. I was re- a little bit surprised yeah. in television at how how much latitude there was oh, okay. for a banter, like right. with uh, Matt Hines with our, our weather guys in 
I had several different weather guys totally. <laughs> during my career, but Matt, you know, yeah. the most most recent. But you know, I think also then with your co-anchor, okay, really crucial. And uh, of course, I was with Bruce Geetson for thirteen right. years, and just adore him. And when he yeah. came to work at KXXV to become my anchor, uh, co-anchor. Uh, people say, where did he come from? And I'd say heaven. But he and I, we just right. had the had the best uh, like working the relationship. Yeah. And it was, was kind of like our work husband, work right. wife, you know, because I, frankly, I think I spent more time with him than I did <laughs> my own husband. But right. but you do, you you develop that camaraderie and you get to a point mm. where you kind of know what they're going to do, yeah. say, and, and you react. And um, but Andrew, I, uh-huh. I have been privileged to work with some fabulous colleagues oh, who good. really, you know, dedicated news professionals right. you know hard working mm-hmm. um want to want to get the story right yeah yeah totally they want to but um yeah i i've been blessed to to work with some fabulous people of course mm-hmm. bruce geetson and i was my he was my longest standing yeah. uh, colleague okay. co-anchor he and i worked together for 13 years Woo. at kx bruce and ann bruce and ann. people would say okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, j-lo or whatever it was, yeah, bruce, yeah. It was bruce and ann. so that um, was her street name <laughs> right well you know, you when, know he came, when he came to work when he came to work there i remember yeah. seeing video of him and i just thought oh he just looks like somebody could give you a big bear hug and yeah, that totally. is kind of kind of bruce but we went we hug. went to lunch together <laughs> they wanted me to you know kind of meet him yeah and yeah I, we just clicked right off That's i good. said you know he might be an axe murderer but as far as i'm concerned right. you know he was heaven sent. You know, people say, where'd he come from? I said, he came heaven. from heaven. <laughs> of course, he'd, he'd be really, right. you know, modest about that. Oh, no. I might have to get but, him on the show. But, you know, I think a lot of people Yeah, don't you really, really should. I should, right? Yeah. Because, but, like, I, I mean, the man has had an amazing career in sports. Make that yeah. Oh, yeah. You should make that so, Yeah. But if Bruce uh, comes on here, I'm not going to lie, and I'm going to flirt with him. Okay. You're not going to get Bruce. Okay. I'm going to flirt Just with him. It. I am. I'm, I'm not going to lie. There. Okay. I said it. I am because he's. I'll, uh, okay. I'll, war, I'll warn him. No. No. He's, Just tell him to watch the show. Okay? Yeah. Of course. He, you know, he's at Baylor and he's yeah. mentoring, you know, mentoring students at Baylor. Yeah. And, and he was always such. They called him Papa G in the newsroom yeah, because totally. he. Uh, he was always such a mentor for yeah. the students. For those, I call them students. You yeah. know, a lot of our, you know, a lot of uh, our newsroom employees were, cute though. Yeah. were pretty young. You yeah. know, they were young. It was a second job, first or got second you, job you. for them. Yeah. And uh, no, it really it's it's continuing a, a learning process. But um, yeah, when I I see and I know there are some anchor teams where. Mm. They do not like each other, right. and and for for Bruce and me, it was a mutual was admiration society. And we, right. you know, and you work with somebody long enough, you kind of know what they're gonna say. You yeah, know, yeah. What, you, know, you know, you know how things are gonna. Well, they'll pick the up on chemistry. something. Absolutely right, the yeah. chemistry. And uh, although we always made it through. A rule that, and we told the producer never write for us where I start a sentence and he finishes, oh, okay. or vice versa. Yeah, no, was never, we never okay. finish each other's sentences. But but we had such a good time yeah. together um, on, on the air, and we're all close friends. Yeah, he and his sure. wife Dana and and Mike and I. And, yeah, and um, yeah, no I just, I'm just I saying. do miss that. <laughs> that is the one thing I miss is yeah. being 
being you know around Bruce every that's day. That's good. That's good. A lot of people. A lot of people don't realize, and that you know, us in media, we're always kind of like not pitted, but like we're just kind of placed with people sometimes that right. we don't know. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I yeah. will say on the radio, me and Chrissy had natural, really good chemistry. So when we were on the air together, you know, it was you had a ball. It was great. Like we were going to take over that station. Yeah. There were some other DJs that I worked with on the radio station where it was not the case. You know what right. I mean? We we were at each other's throats, unfortunately. Right. But you know, a lot of people don't realize when you're in this media thing and stuff like that. They these people that are in the background just kind of place you together and you have mm-hmm. to make it work. So I'm really happy to hear that it was a positive experience oh, for you. Oh, it was. Yeah. Course, uh, Ray Peters was the first uh, okay. co-anchor that I worked with. And of course, he had been at KXXV since it signed on the yeah, air. He yeah. started with them doing sports. And okay. then four years uh, prior to my coming, he'd started working right. in, uh, in, in news. He'd okay. switched over to be a news anchor. Uh, but he decided not to re-sign his contract right. in uh, September of 2001. So oh, okay. you and you know what happened in September. Of oh yes, yes, yes. 9/11. Okay. So and we hadn't, you right. know, hired another uh, anchor at that what, point. What so I reason? solo. I was solo yeah. anchoring. Okay. You know until and that was really such a surreal did he, time. Did he stop because of that? I mean, was it just hard no, for him? No, or? no, no. He okay. was just he was just done with broadcasting. Okay, he was ready you. to get it. You know, he was just ready to move yeah. on to something different. He's had a wonderful career. With yeah, Scott yeah. And White. So, um, yeah, and everyone, I, I don't, you know, stay in as close a contact yeah, with him. Yeah, I got you. But I always wish him happy birthday on his, uh, on his birthday yeah. in November, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're all I was going to say, you, you know, you make a good point about what happened in that time, but, you know, were you ever put in a situation where you had to deliver some hard news? Because I feel like oh, when, yeah. you're, when you're on TV, you have to keep it together. Well, you know what I mean? And there, there is a, Right. And mm-hmm. and uh, talking about 9-11, that mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of that, where in, in news, you, you have to kind of build this wall right. and separate yourself from the reality in a way of what you're reporting. Yeah. Or I just be a puddle every day. And uh-huh. if you really internalize and realize the the, the heartache and the yeah. heartbreak that some of these these stories are affecting yeah, folks, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's very it's hard. And in a way, I thought, I don't like this about me that I can kind of harden myself to that and sort of detach, I guess, from that. But it will catch up with you. Really? And that is something that I learned after 9-11. I remember, you know, we were just in the frenzy of reporting locally what we could, you know, when all that happened. And, you know, the, the American psyche was having a hard time just wrapping their heads around the level of evil. Yeah. That could fly planes into a building building, and kill thousands of innocent people. I mean, just the whole thing. Uh, But you're so busy working and reporting Mm -hmm. and doing, you know, you don't have a time to really think about it. Okay. But I remember being at home at lunch. I was home alone. I had the TV on and I was just flicking through. I thought, I don't want to see news. And I flicked it over to, I think it was the Outdoor Channel. (laughs) And and it was a show about about Alaska gold mining of oh, all wow. things, yeah. you know. And they're showing how to pan for gold <sighs> and the mountains and the beauty. And and I'm looking at that and I'm thinking. Of course, at the time we were all kind of brought together by yeah. all the congressmen on the steps of the Capitol that sang "God Bless America." If yeah. you remember all that happening back then, and just the beauty of this country, mm-hmm. and how we all had this feeling. Nothing is the same. Nothing's ever right. going to. It was like an innocence had been taken from us. Right. And I'm standing in my kitchen alone and just boohooing, bawling, wow. okay. weeping. And and I realized it's that just had to happen. Yeah, totally. And uh, and I, I we had a, a wonderful uh, producer, young man. Yeah. 
10 o'clock producer. And I can't remember now what the story was. <laughs> I don't, it wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't the Nadal Hassan uh-huh. shooting. It was, it was something that had, and he told me, he said, he said, yeah, I got home the other night. He goes, and I just started crying. Right. And, and I said, you know, you have to do that right. because first responders deal with such horrible things. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I always will praise our first responders, totally. our police, how they put their lives on the line right. every day for for folks. And they see and experience stuff yeah. that we can't imagine. Right. Um, but people in the media do, too. Right. You know, and and they have to. And he told me, he said, but I think it was healthy. And I said, (laughs) it was, you know, and don't be, don't be ashamed of that because, because we have to, we have to decompress sometime. It will eventually catch up. But you asked about a, a really personal uh, story and it did happen uh, where a high school classmate of mine Mm -hmm. was killed in a car wreck. And uh, it was on Valentine's day, the one where they ran into the, the, SUV ran into the bus oh, from... Okay. Um, was that over there in, in Abbott or something? Or, yeah, it was or, a rainy day. It was Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, was it Brenda... Zachary? Brenda Doublebauer. Oh, Doublebauer. She, okay. was, she was... Anyway, and her yeah. son and my son at uh, Midway High School were good friends. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, when it was somebody... And then I realized in the newsroom uh-huh. who it was who owned the suv oh wow and then i ended up singing at the funeral right so yeah i it was there was part of that i said <laughs> bruce crazy. you know and that's where I said, bruce you read this story okay. you know and so yeah some, okay. sometime but that that is probably the closest right personal well, how do you contact how, I, that I had? How with did you? Story. How did Ann Harder shield her emotions when delivering like these really tragic stories on TV? Because you guys always have to report like murders and stuff like that, and and maybe you know sex sexual assault cases. Well, and stuff. Well, yes, so, and that was you know? one thing that that I, I kind of <laughs> felt like I was put there to um, mitigate some of that because okay. yeah, there were there were some stories that were you know not right. good at all. Totally, uh, and. And some of our young reporters, they would write just, well, well, this is what happened. I said, no, 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 no. You have to think in terms of a mom is standing in the kitchen. The TV is on. Her seven-year-old is there. Right. The seven-year-old is hearing that. Mm. So you got to figure out how to write that to where we understand what's going on. But you see what I'm saying? I mean, they were like... It could be in the... Well, it's the news. During the... During the testimony of the trial, yeah. he pulled her panties down or something like that. I said, we cannot say that. Oh, okay. Because that seven-year-old's go, mommy, he did what? Yeah. You know? So I, so I would tell our producers yeah. and our reporters, I said, just always think in terms of my beloved, you know, five-year-old niece totally. could be hearing this. Yeah. How does this need to be written to where mm. she's not just... So is know, that how it works as you guys as anchors? So somebody writes the story for you? Like, I mean, you guys have probably like younger We journalists. were the last line of defense for what was going out oh, over the air. okay. And so really what Bruce and I did for, you know, the bulk of our career yeah, was yeah. editors. I mean, we would report sometimes, but we were taking in what yeah. our local reporters had written or our producers had written. Yeah, yeah. And, and reading it making sure we understood it oh, okay. because if we didn't understand it, how are we going to communicate that to the viewer right, so right. that they understand well, it? Because it's, then, yeah. And that was the beauty of it. You know, I have a lot of eyes 
right. looking at stories because you can get in trouble legally. Right, you know, right. there have been plenty of TV stations that have been sued over <laughs> this or that or the other. Allegedly. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's pretty much, yeah, right. right the old okay. word, allegedly. Before we yeah. get sued, you know, I don't have money for a lawyer right now. Always, okay? Yeah, I always use the word allegedly. Yes. But, yeah, I, I mean, those were the kind of things right. that I would kind of uh, that's cool always to be aware of. Yeah, and that's be cool to know because a lot of people don't realize, like, so if you did report like like you said you're the last line of defense if you will and everybody will blame you if something was either exactly. misinterpreted like no <laughs> i had right. listen i'm 30 years old i have never knew in the world that there was somebody who wrote what you guys reported you know what yeah. i mean i always oh, thought yeah, that's you what just you we just make no, it look like you, we're you just know? telling you what's no, but happening you, but you know we're what reading saying. the problem see, nobody knows that so when yeah. you're saying you're, when you're saying Susie q beat the crap out of you know Stephen o or whatever the case is and yeah. that wasn't what was t- everybody will think that that's what you falsely reported you know what i mean so oh is that the case in most Sometimes have Bruce come back on it. I'll come. We have some of the funniest (laughs) things that happen. Some funny, funny copy that was written that we would just get so tickled at. Right. Um, Were you ever put in a situation where where you got backlash (laughs) for something that you reported? Well, I'm trying to. No, I mean, obviously nothing that just really jumps out. We like, how could she say that? Like, she doesn't know the story type thing. You know what I mean? Um. No, I mean, yeah, we we try. I mean, we certainly try to. Yeah. And if we got something wrong, yeah, which you know, because it is a medium where you want to get get it out and right. get it first, but you want to be sure that it's right. Um, it, you know, if something was done wrong, then we would we'd correct it. Yeah. Or we'd we'd run a retraction, or we'd. And I could say in the twenty five years, I can only think of a handful of times. That I read a story saying, you know, we reported this and this yeah. was not right and we want to, you know, yeah, not, so not very point, often because there are a were, lot of people yeah. that were looking at at the news before it it went out yeah. there. And so at yeah. that point, do you have an opportunity to go back and say, hey, we like misreported this and this well, is what really happened. Or, you know, in a lot of cases, it just new information comes out. Oh, okay, and that's you. why it's so crucial that you attribute Yeah, that it, that it was never supposed to be. Ann Harder said so and so said that mm. it was police report that oh okay it's about using <laughs> or, your words yeah. you know, according to the whatever you I'm know yeah you're always that. that's called <laughs> that's attribution yeah. i mean you you, you attribute no yeah right somebody I'm else using that you know and, and i know it's a fox thing but yeah. it, but it truly is right and that the yeah. whole we report you decide it, it's not they, they weren't hiring me to give my opinion about stuff okay they were hiring me to report, to report what news. happened right and and a good news story is going to have conflict. Yeah. And so you're going to have two sides, maybe more sides than two. Yeah. And I always kind of said, you know, if, if I'm doing a story and I've got both sides on yeah. and both people are like, well, you did me wrong. Well, you weren't fair. With me. If both sides are telling me I, I wasn't fair, then I yeah, probably yeah. hit it right on the head. You know? okay. <laughs> I was probably right where it needed to be. Right, right. But yeah, because um, it's and there's been a lot of criticism of journalists and, right. and mainstream media for being advocates for one side, yeah, for yeah. one political uh, point of view or another, and and it's justified, right? Because I think what's happened, people don't trust what they see, or they find their own little echo chamber that, yeah, yeah, m- mirrors what they think, yeah, for sure. And it's it's not what it used to be, yeah. And so, and and I think on the local level, it's more still pure. Um, journalism yeah I got probably you. more likely than right. 
than even what you get well, you, you from guys are, national you got, sale. You guys have to be like you got, you're a lot more innocent than they perceive. Okay, <laughs> you're simply just reporting the news. You well, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, and that's that's yeah. the point. I mean, that's mm. what they hired us to do right, is right. to report what happened. Yeah, um, to to let both sides tell their point of view yeah. and you know but there are so many ways to massage a story and that's the thing about about television mm. uh, i'll never forget it was a it was an interesting situation uh where it, this was a long time ago it was okay and it's where a picture yeah says a thousand words yeah and the creative aspect of television happens in the editing booth okay because what shot is put where can can change the whole meaning really? of the story. Okay, okay so there's a very simple thing. <laughs> totally. uh, troops were, were heading out for somewhere, and uh, the wife of a soldier, mm-hmm. you know, embracing, oh, goodbye, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, a commanding officer, lady commanding officer, she, uh, but what she had done, what had really happened was she had gone to the, to the wife yeah. and tapped her and said, come over here, your husband's over here. Yeah. Did that. The way it, came out on the air was embrace 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 and then the like the officer was consoling her oh okay <laughs> not at all how it happened yeah, you right, see what i'm right, saying yeah you have to be very careful wow. what you're watching because something as simple as, yeah, totally. as a shot being put in a different place Change the it meaning of what, the whole narrative of, of everything. what happened. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, simple. So, uh, you know what? Is there any like behind the scenes things that you could tell us about, like <laughs> like news stories and stuff like that? Like, is, is there anything that you guys ever talk about, like outside of the reporting, you know, standpoint and everything? You know what I mean? Like, kind of. Um, I don't know. Like, is any like anything scandalous ever happened behind the scenes, if you will? Well, <laughs> we want to know, and we're curious. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say my motto was: I want to be the last to know (laughs) i did not want to i did not want to be privy to any scandalous whatever you know and well because this is such a small town oh it is a very small town people talk (laughs) oh yeah i do oh and no and there have been plenty of really scandalous things that have happened in local television yeah and uh that we'd need another for four or five days to talk about that you yeah. know and it was it was a very big deal that happened right. a number of years ago where yeah. one anchor was kind of left and okay. the husband was looking for her and oh, it was okay. it, anyway yeah. all that all that to say um it's juicy yeah, what goes on behind the scenes and, and, <laughs> and i i kind of got into a little argument with oh. uh, an ap i was a stringer for ap and they yeah. wanted me to do this story and i said i have promised the husband in this scandalous okay. situation i was not going to report it oh. and i said i'm not going to do that okay because it had all gotten settled right but it had become this big tabloid mm-hmm. thing called anchors away yeah and where an anchor had run off with anyway yeah 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 not going to get into all that you because gonna, right. this family has put put their lives back together okay and anyway it's all but it it was really disturbing to me at the time to see how something that was just a problem between a couple of people right. could become an internet literally an international story right, right because a current affair which was a tabloid-esque yellow yeah. journalism kind of show had picked up on it they were camping out in front of these people's houses i mean right. it was a major story okay even my idol paul harvey uh-huh. had even reported it and I, and i remember sitting i would watch the the uh, on cnn i was watching the end of the president's speech and the reporter came back and she does and in Waco, Texas, it's uh-huh. anchors away. And I thought, how can this story right. have become 
a national okay. story. So all that to say, and this was before I ever got into television. Yeah. This was, I was still doing radio at the uh-huh. time. But this uh, AP report said, and he, he said, news anchors are public figures yeah. and they are held to a higher standard. And so they have to, you know, anything like that, they're fair game. Right, for sure, for sure. So I've always kind of realized that and tried yeah. to live my life, you know, circumspectly. So you were never going to take the bait. Like, you were never going to, like, I guess, just, like, lower yourself down to report, I guess, or, like, trash somebody's reputation just for the sake of being, like, a popular reporter. Well, Is that fair to yeah, say? right. And, yeah. and it was somebody I knew personally. Right, And he sure. had called me and said, Ann, Please don't report that. Oh, I said, okay. I'm I'm not going to because mm-hmm. it's all settled. Mm-hmm. I mean, they found her. Right. Everything was taken care of. Yeah. And I'm being very, <laughs> I'm being very cagey about this story. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah. anyway, it was, many, it was many, many, many years right, ago. Right. And, and they were able to put their lives back right. together, happy and retired and all that. I think that so. says a lot about you. I think that says a lot about you as a reporter, as a person, because a lot of people would, you know, really would take the bait Just if you jump will. on it jump on it like oh i'm gonna be the one that re- and, and what helps is that you knew this person personally you know what i mean right did you have did you have a lot of say so in saying i'm not reporting this i don't care yeah, what you yeah, do cause yeah i was i did the i did the radio news for waco right. and i was like if i'm not gonna report it i just decided i wasn't gonna yeah, okay i got you i didn't really have a i mean i had a program director but right. they never we never talked about yeah for news, sure news content or that kind of okay thing. now in television whole different yeah can of work. <laughs> i mean you have editorial meetings yeah. story ideas or run through the news director uh-huh. i mean it is very much a collaborative uh process with what stories yes. get reported and so forth and and yeah but but um i'm trying to think if there was a situation where i just said i am just not gonna yeah i would love I would, that i think they they respected my opinion yeah and, that's good and um yeah, I, I can't think of anything in, during my television. I don't know days because if that. there's somebody that I don't like and they got re- they got like involved in some really big sex scandal, I would totally love to report that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be all over. I, that. I would be all over that. Like, oh yeah, he really was gay. You know what <laughs> I mean? We knew it. <laughs> Put it in my anyway. You know what? So so the the news career is over. I mean, not. I mean, you know, you, well, you no, retired. Well, no, it's not over. Oh, okay. Well, I did. I retired right. two years ago, and a year into my retirement, the news director called and said, "Ann, we need you would back. Would you come? <laughs> would you come back and just do two stories a month?" Okay. And I said, on what? Well, just report on things in Texas. And I thought, well, that's general. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be able to. So yeah. really, so I, that's now a year okay. into traveling Texas with Ann Harder. Right, right. Um, yes, Richard Car Motors sponsors. So, and so I, Richard Car Motors. Yeah, see, I, that's right. <laughs> there you go, and, plug uh, you're Right. And so it has been, it's been a delight. It's right. been so much fun like to it? go okay. and. I, I call it Ann's bucket list because I've gone and done stories, places that I've intended to go and right, visit right. and had, hadn't had the time to yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. Are places that I, I just want local people to know uh, this would be a fun place to go for a day trip or yeah. whatever, things to do. And um, anyway, the one that's, uh, that's coming up next, uh, we do them twice a month, first mm. and third Tuesdays of the month during the six o'clock newscast, the yeah. second half hour. So yeah. it airs between six thirty and seven traveling Texas with Ann Harder. And we, I went to the governor's mansion there you go. and I'd always wanted to tour the governor's Was mansion. Was it hot? So. Did you love it? Uh, it, well, it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's 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 lovely. It's an antique home that was go. built by Abner Cook. Okay. And, uh, 
And the, the governor's one of their golden retrievers was running around, came up to me, so we've got video <laughs> yeah. peaches, peaches. <laughs> greeting me. Hey, that's so, my jail name, Ann Harder. That's my jail name, Peaches. As a Peaches, okay, <laughs> If I ever you. go to jail, it's going to be Big Peaches. I said that, right? Okay. <laughs> you know, well. and, so you, and so now you have your own podcast with Rogue Media. Okay. Yes. So, so the decision to go from being a news anchor, you retire, and now you have a podcast, Central Texas Living. Well, Central Texas, it was. Central it was Texas, you said that, yeah. Central Texas Life. It's Central Texas Life. Got yeah, you. Can you talk to us? a little bit more about that (laughs) (laughs) like she's quoting us for health insurance (laughs) that's what the podcast is about no it's not no it's not no it truly is i'm I'm not clever come up with the public affair that is such a clever name this is a very rated x name okay i know it's got a little double entendre i understand that that's why i'm scared that bruce gates won't come on but but i do love talking to people and hearing their stories and hearing hearing the wonderful things that they that they do and so so now i need to have you come be a guest on central texas life i don't want to trash central texas life though that's the thing (laughs) okay Uh, I can, I can, I can I feel like I would poison you. the show, right? I like, think, I think I can handle you. No, yeah, she's got it. I would love to be a guest at the time. You want to know what? I, um, I am so grateful that you got to be a guest here on To The Public Affair. Oh, Unfortunately, we are running out of time. But um, can you, before we wrap up, can you talk to us a little bit about what's next in your career? Maybe a little bit about your personal life. Like, do you have time? I mean, you're, you're doing all this other stuff. Like, you're still working. I'm and really everything. busy. Yeah, I yeah. will. And I, I've always been a girl who can't say no. <laughs> and you know and then when i retired it's like oh i'm retired i have time for that yeah well totally. so that's i've got to learn how to <laughs> say no to stuff <laughs> but but i have some volunteer jobs that are really okay. big ones and one is with the waco symphony Ooh. association board i'm going to be their incoming board president yeah. and and uh i'm i'm feeling a little bit daunted by yeah. by that there's a lot there's a lot involved but i do i love um classical music and i oh, okay. love the fact that waco has this gem of uh an orchestra and right, right. so i want to we got a, an amazing board a large hard-working board but people who are passionate about keeping this this wonderful right. um element i got you to, that makes central texas such a great place to live having a symphony orchestra is you know that's crucial to a lot of people that and, sounds cool, yeah. and i i want to invite you to come to the come I'm to in. our concerts i'm in hello yes oh, yeah. i'm going so yeah pl- yeah <laughs> i'm please. gonna i'm gonna get like one of those really nice outfits like in the met gala okay there you <laughs> go you can dress <laughs> look super sophisticated. Hall, yeah. yes and yeah. hopefully bruce gateson will be there and i'll look super hot <laughs> and it's like, I'll, I'll introduce you yeah okay <laughs> I'll introduce you, but yeah, yeah so you know I'm, I'm staying busy with uh, uh, with That's volunteer great. stuff, yeah. and, and I do some singing around town. And, oh, good. You know, so I have a just mi- a had little songs. Just I told you guys she was a queen. Okay? Well, <laughs> yeah, I, of course, not con- not country music. I right. do uh, kind of jazz, old standards. Oh, really? Okay. Old, are, are you singing American around song. town and stuff? Or? I, I do some, yeah. Yeah, yeah different. Aaron, hello, we need to see different her. groups. I, I would have never caught you as that type of person that sings. Oh yes, yes. I've sung. Well, I've sung the national anthem. Really? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Well, and it's, some of it was, right. oh, the news lady, she sings. And so right. they'd ask me to do the, na- you know, and then I'd sing in the national. And they'd go, right. oh, you can't sing. So anyway. I want to see. But I have one last question for you. What's yes. the biggest? I, it sounds like I really, like, misconceived you. Okay. What's Did the you? biggest? Well, in the beginning, right? Like, I, I, thought okay. she, I thought she'd yeah, be more just, stiff. You know what I'm I mean? I'm very ordinary. Very, you could very, call exactly. me queen. <laughs> what, what's the biggest misconception about you, Anne? Was there, was there something that surprised people about you ever in life? Because you're, you're, you're mainly known well, as, know. like, this poised, 
news anchor on TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Always got it together. And Makeup my, on point. And in hair, my head, that's not. You know? <laughs> in my, I mean, right. I, I like a lot of people. I can go through. Periods where it's like, it seems like everything I do has just messed up. I right. just like everything I touch turns to dust, you know. I was like, I'm supposed to be Ann Harder. You can right. Move, you know? But it's like, no. Regular. So I have, yeah, yeah. So I have, a, I have a lot of self-doubt and a lot of. I got you. You know, but I, I want to do things right. I want right. to, I want to honor the Lord, really, in course, what I do. Course. I mean, okay. first and foremost. And um and uh, and be somebody. I, this is something I heard Holly Tucker say on yeah. your show. She said, "I want to be something that that girls would look up to and oh, okay. want to emulate." And I thought that's so precious because that yeah. really and they do. And she is. She's great. She's a she queen. Is I love a, her. She is a queen. She is that's a why queen. I've known her since her. she was like ten years old. Really? We sang on gospel shows together, oh. and and I mean, even when she was a little girl, it's okay. like this gal has got pipes. <laughs> I wow. mean, she can sing, she and can. so. To see what's happened, oh yeah. Well, yeah. to see what's happened with her, uh, her singing is not mm. a surprise to me. At yeah, all. for sure. That she, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I got you. You know, I think a lot of people think that we we are just. I'm the same way. I just go home and go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we're just I'm ordinary not, people. Yeah. Right, you but know. you know, what's great too is that you sound like you're your own worst critic. Which I think is very humbling because right. I'm the same way. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, you have to be. right, and you have to. There's a balance there too because right, right. sometimes you can you can be too hard on yourself. Totally. And what I have found through all these years of broadcasting is that sometimes you you say something in it, <laughs> you know, Listen, it, I don't the, regret anything I said. Something come out, hot. right. Like <laughs> Bruce's, Bruce's big one was he called it yeah. a space shuttle instead of space right, shuttle. Right. One time. I can say that on a yeah. podcast. Can I? Well, I, <laughs> I just, I have, to throw, I have to poke fun. You know, I was very open on the show that I did just go on a date with a, a news person. So I was, oh, really, did you? I was, yeah. Okay, well, I, I don't yeah. I put his business out there. No, that's not. Okay. He's yeah. really nice. Tell you after this time. But anyway, um, and it was really, really nice having you on to the show. I really appreciate uh, you coming joy. on. You are yes. a joy. You're so much Thank fun. Thank you. I'm trying. You know, we're, we're just getting in, um, used to this new environment here, this new atmosphere. So it was really Isn't great. Isn't it lovely? It's really Thank great. Thank you again, uh, yes, Mike I'm Hamilton really happy that you were my first guest in the new in the new studio that yeah. we have here. And, you know, only more to come. And I really, Hell really yeah. am grateful that I finally got to have you on to the public affair. It was really an honor to interview an interviewer. A news reporter, you know what I mean? A legend in town, an absolute <laughs> queen. So thank you again so much. Um, thank you to everybody who tuned into this episode of The Public Affair. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Before we go, I definitely want to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of the show. This episode is brought to you by Soco Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez, located at 3304 Franklin Drive. They offer team, small group, and individual skill training, and they have elite skills training to make your kids a superb star athlete. They have open play on Mondays and Wednesdays for 16 and older at 8.30 p.m. with Morrow. Coach Morrow, a.k.a. Silly, I call him Silly Buns because he is. Okay, <laughs> Only $5 to play. Make sure you follow on Facebook at Soko Soccer Academy and on Instagram at Soko Soccer 254. Thank you so much, Dominic and Ariana, for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Boyo Box and Audio with my boy Jeffrey Monreal, home for all your LED needs and auto accessories, installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more. He's definitely a jack of all trades. Your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. The Jeffrey Monreal, thank you so much for sponsoring this 
episode of the Public Affair, bro. You're the GOAT. Of course, the fat boy Michelana Botano, my boy Junior Banda, who provides the best Michelana Botana plates for yourself or for a party. He has a menu of a ton of different items, including Botana bowls, chamoe, pickles, and more. You have to try it. It's really good. Sounds great. It's delicious, darling. Mm-hmm. He's locally operated, so make sure you get the best and not the rest. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Fat Boy Michelana Botana and place your order now. Junior, thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of the Public Affair. And of course, to Sonia Childers with Sonia's event planning and rentals. And she's an event planner that specializes in weddings, quinceañeras, baby showers, corporate events, and more. Appointments only, so make sure you schedule a consultation at Shoulders1994 at yahoo.com or call the number on the screen to book your first consultation. Take the stress of planning your event off your shoulders and let Sonia handle the rest. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair, girl. Thank you guys again so much for watching this episode. I've got more of The Public Affair on the way. Of course, to Miss Ann Harder for coming on to The Public Affair. She, she let me be me. I felt comfortable. I was really oh, happy. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes. Thank Good. you. And we will return the favor. <laughs> we're going to do that. You can catch me on a future episode of her podcast. That's right. right? I love yes. this cross-promotion I, thing. I love yeah. it. And you know what? I'm, I'm coming in guns blazing. Okay, Ann? That's That'll okay. be fine. Yes. And don't forget, darling, to always keep it between <laughs> us. <laughs> This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.